welcome to food court where justice is a dish best served cold. <laughs> I'm your host. I'm uh, Ryan Bateman. Um, you guys are going to have to contain yourselves. I know that we have a new theme song. I'm ice cold over here. <laughs> Someone's cool as a cucumber. I'm like our dishes. Yeah. My heartstrings have been tugged. Um, so today on food court, mac and cheese melee. I thought we were going with massacre. Massacre? Mac mac and cheese massacre? What do you guys think? I like melee. Melee? Massacre? Massacre implied one side is already won by a definitive margin. (laughs) Meal (laughs) team massacre. (laughs) All right, so cheese lovers, tired parents, and stone teenagers around the globe have long (laughs) rejoiced in the ritual preparation of a pot of macaroni and cheese, the simple yet delectable dish that drenches the palate in savory, cheesy flavor. Uh, most will immediately recognize the iconic craft brand blue and yellow box, uh, but do scrappy up-and-comers have what it takes to dethrone the king of queso? We'll find out when our jury enters the culinary courtroom. Joining me today is our legendary expert panel, Meal Team 6. Uh, we've got Kevin Swenson. How you doing, Kevin? Doing great. That's good. Um, we got Alex Arneson. How you doing? Very well. Very excited. That's good. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a great day. You know, got a lot of really delicious looking macaroni and cheese in front of us. And we got Jack Ewers. How's it going? Oh, it's going great, man. How are you? Better now that I heard that theme song. Oh, jeez, yeah. <laughs> it was. I'm glad we got to capture your reaction live. <laughs> it was like a, uh, yeah, it was like the bass player from the Seinfeld theme got hired by Tim and Eric to do the intro for like a court procedural uh, produced by Dick Wolf. <laughs> yeah. like, what about Speedweed? Was he involved in that? <laughs> and I'm wondering, was it was were you paying by the word? <laughs> there were only two <laughs> words, and they were not food court. It was just let's, let's eat. eat. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. You know, um, beautiful, beautiful thing. Uh, <laughs> believe it or not, we actually got that done for five bucks. I don't well, believe. I hardly believe the that. rate That's a has good price. yet to be decided. Fiber is actually amazing. There's an estimate out there of five dollars. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Um, yeah. So before we get started um, on the mac and cheese melee, we got a little bit of housekeeping. It's been a bit since we recorded our last episode. I've been um, yeah. traveling a fair bit. Um, uh, one thing I did want to talk about was that I went to Nashville. Um, I was in Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville, Tennessee is uh, famous for uh, hot chicken, which is uh, deep fried chicken. Or Better fried chicken <clears throat> with, uh, like, spicy, uh, like, dry rub underneath the skin before they fry it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, they they actually... They rub the chicken. They just go under the skin and rub it. Oh, man. Yeah, and it's like... Uh, Sounds good. It, it's very uh, hot, very spicy, and... Uh, and it's called hot chicken. The it's called hot the chicken. Dish is hot it, chicken. It, which yeah. I think is a great <laughs> name. It really... Um, it really is pretty memorable. <laughs> Dry yeah, someone yeah. so <laughs> yeah. much better than cold chicken. Yeah, my my yeah. take on this is I actually really don't like regional dishes. Ooh. I think that hold on, hold on. I think that I think Wait, that when I think that when a region ties their culinary like culture to one dish, that dish is probably the worst thing to eat in that region. Ooh. Just because it's, it's like cold. so you're like going to Wisconsin and you're like I'll have the curry please well so it's <laughs> no like cheese curds here <laughs> so it's like uh cubanos because i've been to florida and everyone's like oh you can't get a cubano uh that's any good outside of florida and every cubano i had in florida was like mediocre 
And then you go to a region where Cubanos aren't the like culinary culture, where that Cubano has to compete against other culinary cultures, then it produces a better Cubano versus if you can go anywhere and get like a kind of okay Cubano. Right. I feel I, I just it's mm. something that has stuck out to me whenever I go somewhere where people are like, oh, yeah, this place is famous for this food. And then you eat it everywhere there, and you're like, oh, this is kind of okay. Like, it's, it's like nothing it, to write home about. You can't rely on the reputation of its location where you go to Philadelphia, and you're like, oh, I'm going to get a cheesesteak. Well, it, it just be good, be, but. it becomes kind of like a touristy thing. Right. right. And then it becomes like there's so much saturation in the market that there's a lot of mediocre ones and only a couple that are so good they're special. Mm-hmm. But because you've been eating so many of them, none of them really stick out as distinct to you. Hmm. Right. So it's not so much a, that you dislike regional food. It's that you just uh, find th- it hard to th- that, that the market is such that, I think that it's hard regions, to find good regional food. I think food. that regions should give up regional food and they should accept that uh, culinary culture should be broad. They shouldn't lock themselves in on one thing. Ooh. I don't think yeah. I've ever lived anywhere that had like th- it's one food. I, I've, you know, never, never. Fairbanks has Thai food. Well, for, yes, Fairbanks has <laughs> high food. Here, here's but, the thing: as much yeah. as as much as people want to like kind of deride uh, the restaurants in Fairbanks, I have yet to have Thai food as good as what you can usually find here outside yeah. of Fairbanks. That's true. No, I, I just mean that like like the the cheesesteak thing, where there's like a a food that's like a lowly quote unquote food that then is like everywhere, or in in like the Bronx, it's chopped cheese, which is essentially like a cheesesteak. But you know, or like. Asian food is usually a low, like considered a lowly food. Right. It's yeah. the, there are very few like fancy Asian places right. that you'll run into in the U.S. Hmm. Yeah. Well, definitely. So I had some hot chicken, and it was it was very okay. It was actually not not, not bad. Anything yeah. to like really mm-hmm. write home about, but it was okay. But, I'm, but I'm I, willing I, to, I thought it would be worth at least sharing. Yeah, I'm willing to bet that if you went to a hot chicken place in like Maine, it would be out of control. Yeah, just be the best in the yeah, world because right. they have to compete with that really bland flavored. Uh, clam chowder they have in the northeast right yeah well so i, I think <laughs> shots fired at someone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but speaking of hot chicken i think it's time that we ought to move on to the hot take so uh let's get some uh some some baseline opinions here so uh, i've got a scenario for you um so imagine this you rule the cafeteria of Garth Travis Middle School. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Garth Travis Middle School? I don't think it exists. <laughs> just, um, but children love your amiable banter while you spoon nourishing morsels onto their lunch trays every day. Um, but one day, as you labor over an industrial-sized batch of chicken gumbo, the principal enters and demands a revised lunch menu. Um, first thing on the list, a new type of mac and cheese. Uh, you can choose between Kraft your uh, local generic grocery store brand, or Annie's organic mac and cheese. Mm. Uh, Knowing that hundreds of tiny mouths rely on your judgment for their gastronomic salvation, which will you choose? So you have an interesting scenario here because... So I can only choose between these three brands. I can't make my own? No, can't make your own. So the cheapest, obviously... uh, Annie's is good. You're going to price out for Annie's because we're talking about school school lunch children will, might, I might not be happy with children that will eat literal trash <laughs> if you put it on a, if, you, if you put it on a pizza with marinara sauce like a flatbread marinara tell them it's pizza they'll eat it so i think that then the the taste difference between the kroger and the the um craft i don't think it's big enough to warrant the extra money you spend for the blue box the right. blues I'm, craft I'm macaroni and cheese curious to find out myself cuz i've never had kroger mac and cheese 
Yeah, I don't think I have and either. I don't know if I have either. I think you can make, like, if you're feeding us a, a school, like, a, let's say at least 100 kids. Because yeah. I think I went to the smallest elementary school here, and we were 100 kids. Take a sick brown? Two Rivers. Ooh. Two Rivers Timberwolf. Whoa, I didn't <laughs> even know you guys had a mascot. Yeah. <laughs> the fearsome Timberwolf, even. Whoa. Way better than the Weller Whales. Yeah. Whales are cool, um, man. Yeah, they are. They're kind of like They're big. <laughs> Biggest mammal. Um, <laughs> but I think if I had to feed 100 kids, I think at that point it'd be like cheaper to make my own. Oh, absolutely. Right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah. Just I, a gallon of milk and a block of whatever cheap cheese listen, is Let's just sale. go ahead and say that this was a fictional scenario. Okay. So um, I'm, I'm relatively certain that recipes, Garth, Garth Travis Middle School does not exist. Recipes don't <laughs> exist unless they're printed on a box. Got it. So um, um, 100%... Of my decision making, like 100% of what goes into my decision making for what sort of uh, boxed noodle uh, meal replacement I buy is based on the shape. And because when you're making it in big portions, those fun shapes just get destroyed and turn into ribbons. Yeah, then that takes Annie's out because Annie's has the best shapes. This Usually, is a standard. This is no, a no. Standard. But I mean, when but they we, have we the standardized bunnies. with. The, I know um, when they have the bunnies. So then that's what Annie's really has going for it: is the fun bunny shapes. We didn't bring the bunnies. So, so, I would, so that I think without that, I think you go with the generic. I think I'd go with Kraft actually, just because it's like the one I'm most familiar with. So tr- it's trustworthy. Yeah, right? I, I think I'd go with Kraft. I mean, as far as like big relationships in my wife, in my life, I've got my <laughs> wife and my parents, but probably ma- Kraft macaroni and cheese is like definitely up there. You, you <laughs> don't. You have a child. <laughs> <laughs> and my daughter. You're about to have two children. <laughs> She's, yeah, you know they're growing up. We'll see how it goes. If the house was on fire and you could save one, a fresh, <laughs> the perfect bowl of macaroni and cheese. Your wife or your parents, which would it be? I just, I'm just going to be in mad scramble and try and get them all because <laughs> I, I don't lose any of them. That sounds like the answer of a man who would say macaroni and cheese. <laughs> but not outright. Okay. Beautiful. I, uh, yeah, I mean, Kraft is, I re- yeah, I, I'm pretty excited to try the options myself because I don't actually think I've had anything other than Kraft. I, I can't remember the last time I had Annie's. It's been a bit for me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, usually I, when I'm, I mean, Annie's uh, organic mac and cheese, I think, suffers a little bit from this uh, thing that I have with certain kinds of food where it's like, if I'm going to buy organic food, <laughs> I don't think that the place where I should really probably spend the extra money is on mac and cheese. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You know, maybe uh, maybe somewhere else, you yeah, know, like produce, maybe, sure. maybe, maybe better spent on organic produce. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm like... Is the organic mac and cheese really any better for me? (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, maybe it makes you feel better about the fact that you're eating mac and cheese, but I'm not like plagued by a lot of guilt about eating it. And you're not eating it so often that it's going to be a detriment to your health. Right. If I was eating it every day, I'd probably be like, listen, I don't, I don't eat mac and cheese. I eat, I eat Annie's. I I know, (laughs) I know this sounds like something that people that are against vaccinations would say. But usually if I can't pronounce the name of whatever is in a product, it makes me a little skeptical about eating it. And I can pretty confidently pronounce the name of everything that's in Annie's versus Kraft. Oh, wow. Shots fired for real. But the thing is, is I would still pick Kraft because it's just like you. I know that eating macaroni and cheese, I'm not making the healthy decision. I'm not. If I'm eating macaroni and cheese, I'm wearing sweatpants. I'm probably 13 or 14 beers deep. (laughs) It's I'm I'm so sauced that I don't want to like call a place to order food because I'm like they're gonna know I'm hammered. It's a little late to pull the organic card. That's what <laughs> yeah, you're saying. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. That you seems know, fair. I have to say that the the this generic one's pretty uh 
pretty natural as far as things go. I, I know what ev each one of these things is for the most part. Interesting thing is that the color added to the generic Kroger mac and cheese is all organic things. It's beet juice, beta carotene, and turmeric oleo resin, which I believe is the oleo resin of turmeric. That's interesting. <laughs> Either that or it's a Finnish hockey player's name. Well, so... Uh, <laughs> Oleo Resin. I think he plays for the Blackhawks. Uh, where does it say it was boxed? Um, this says it was... Well, it just says where it's distributed. Cincinnati, Ohio. Is that where Kroger is based? It might be. Man. This is Berkeley, California for Annie's. Well, Certified <laughs> organic by Organ Tillith. Of course. <laughs> or Tilth. <laughs> Oregon Tilth? I don't know. I'm I'm not a word nerd. Can we ask our resident English degree holder? Oh sure. Yeah. What what am I looking at? The last line there, right there. Uh, I don't know, man. Interesting. Yeah. Oregon Tilth. There must be some sort of organization that's able to s dole out uh, certified organic. Uh, oh, uh, verification, which actually is a really interesting subject. If you're ever interested in learning about it, apparently. Um, Certified organic uh, and the organizations that are able to grant that status is like a pretty seedy underbelly oh. of the food world. <laughs> like, oh, it actually is like um, it doesn't really take much to like get granted that status. And there are uh, some some places that are a little bit more liberal in their application well, of it. So what you're saying is food court is going to start to hand out organic certifications for Absolutely. Food. Yeah. I mean, we're experts after all. So <laughs> basically they're like, once you get that cert, you're like the, you're large and in charge. You yeah. You're ready to go. Um, well, so we should, we should talk a little bit just generally about mac and cheese. So, so let's move on. We're moving to the dish. Um, this is uh, the dish brought to you by Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia as always. Um, so macaroni and cheese, also called mac and cheese, is a, an American-Canadian uh, macaroni pie. Oh, it's also called macaroni pie in Caribbean English uh, and mm. macaroni cheese, just that, in uh, the UK. Um, but it's a dish of English origin consisting of cooked macaroni pasta and cheese sauce, most commonly cheddar. Mm. And... Uh, yeah, it can have all sorts of other ingredients, including breadcrumbs, meat, or vegetables. Usually don't see a lot of those. See maybe some cut-up hot dogs uh, for meat, maybe. You guys are big fans of the cut-up hot dog in the, the macaroni and cheese? I'm not huge on it. Yeah, no? And maybe when you were children? Mm, not, even, sure not even then? It. No. So are we talking about the preparation methods for macaroni and cheese? No, no, no. I'm talking about uh, whether or not you ever had the, the... I've had it. The, the meat, yeah. uh, the, mm. the, the hot dog meat in there. Mm -mm. I'd yeah. rather have the hot dog on the side with mm. the bun. Yeah. Yeah. Ketchup, gotcha. stone ground mustard. Yeah. Um, well, so the, one of the oldest recipes for, for mac and cheese uh, is actually in, old, or in, in Middle English. Um, and uh, it reads, uh, make a thin foil of dough and cut it in pieces. Put them in boiling water and seethe them well. Great cheese, add it with butter beneath and above with lozenges, a dish similar to lasagna, <laughs> and serve. <laughs> so that was descriptive. <laughs> Um, Man, the past was sad. Yeah, really, <laughs> truly. Um, <laughs> that could have been like a. That could have been your entire life. Yeah, <laughs> like, I've I've toiled for years 
to discover this recipe. Yeah. <laughs> Tr- treasure it, children. <laughs> <laughs> Sing songs of me. <laughs> um, and and one last thing that I think I'll want to mention is that uh, there's one of our our nation's founders really has a, a storied history uh, <laughs> with macaroni and cheese. Let me guess, Van Buren. No, no, <laughs> you know, it was close. Um, but the American president. Mm, John nope. Quincy Adams? Nope. Taft? Nope. That's a really good <laughs> guess, but no. Um, Hoover? Nope. Taft. All right, I'm going to go for it. The American president, Thomas Jefferson, encountered wow. macaroni both in Paris and in northern Italy. Um, he drew a sketch of the pasta and wrote detailed notes on the extrusion process. In 1973, he commissioned American ambassador to Paris, William Short, to purchase a machine for making it. Um I think we so should. That he could send it back to the United States. I want to say that he was also really big on chicken and waffles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a, I mean, what? <laughs> that's a European dish, really. Yeah. I mean, I guess I see the waffles are like Dutch. A, a, the Dutch invented chicken and waffles. Oh, chicken plus that makes waffles. Sense. Jack, yeah. resident Dutch expert. <laughs> <laughs> there, uh, there are a lot of chicken and waffle places that serve chicken and waffle in Amsterdam, but I always. For whatever reason, I always just thought in the back of my head that it had something to do with Americans coming over to uh, enjoy liberal cannabis laws oh. and then opened mm. up chicken and waffle or demanded chicken and waffles. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's really like a just in Amsterdam. You don't see it anywhere else. Huh, but maybe it's just an Amsterdam thing. I don't know. They like waffles a lot. They're waffles very everything. Probably the worst place to get. Chicken and chicken waffles. Because <laughs> I mean, it's regional. It's a regional. Yeah. <laughs> They're in the American South, probably the worst places. Yeah. Yeah, I like to go to Belgium for my chicken, chicken and waffles. waffles. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so once once Jefferson actually received this machine, uh, it was not suitable, um, and he later imported uh, macaroni and Parmesan cheese, a uh, 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 macaroni machine, and then also some method for making Parmesan cheese uh, for use at his home. Sorry, I'm, I'm you know I'm. Was this a Monticello? Here. Oh yeah, that is that's exactly what it is. Um, Man, this guy had a lot of time to think about macaroni and cheese. He he was also obsessed with the design of Monticello. Him yeah. and George Washington were like very obsessed with their homes. They were bourgeoisie to the max. I think maybe he is like mad pursuit of macaroni was to take his mind off the fact that he was like one of the architects of this like new enlightened democracy, but also just had tons of slaves. <laughs> He's like, oh no, mine's wandering. Think about the internal hypocrisy of my life. Uh, think, Tom, think. Uh, macaroni, that's cool. Import a machine. When he drew sketches of it too, like yeah. how involved are those? I just want to know. Nova macaroni. I just want to know what, at the end. what his friends thought of him when they're like, hey, Tom, you got that new macaroni machine right and he's like it's trash it's garbage you don't want to eat that out of here i need another one tom you've had macaroni and cheese once in your life how do you know if it's good or not (laughs) a man knows yeah they don't make it like they do in northern italy okay (laughs) did you guys even look at my sketches (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're right how involved yeah it's not like he could post it on instagram well i mean it, it, it did not say that he sketched the machine that made it it just, just sketched, sketched, the, sketched the macaroni <laughs> yeah what did george washington oh thanks a nice another sketch of macaroni we'll put it on the fridge tom well this one's the bowl full that one's the noodle they're both important could you imagine when he made his first macaroni piece of artwork it's <laughs> beautiful he gave it to george here you go george it's a macaroni <laughs> painting of you <laughs> uh, oh 
God. Well, it's good to hear that the macaroni artwork has some deep-seated American yeah. origins. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If, yeah, it's, 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 it's an ancient tradition in America. If slash really. when I have children and they make macaroni artwork, I'm going to relay this story onto them. Like, you know, you're just like Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you could frame a new nation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, macaroni. Yeah. All right. I think it's time to move on to the dish. What do you think? Yeah. Absolutely. Or sorry, not onto the dish, onto the actual contenders. Let's let's hold, let's hold court. You guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we got three contenders on the table here today. We've got Kraft, we've got generic Kroger brand, and we've got Annie's. Um, where do you guys want to start? Say we start with uh, the King. Start with King. Start the with King. Kraft. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's do it. This is the craft one, by the way. I couldn't. I didn't know if uh, the box gave it away or not. According to the '90s commercial of this, it was the uh, official, <laughs> the official mac and cheese of like sad aging blues musicians. <laughs> Remember that? It was like the no. old, yeah, the old man with kind of one of those like page hats, and he's like playing on a you know Gibson like Lucille style guitar, and I got the blues. I yeah, actually do remember yeah. those commercials now yeah. that you sing the jingle. Yep, yep. I just remember yeah, the good. super over-the-top animated ones of, like... The dinosaur? The dinosaur, yeah. like, swimming through, like, goo. Goo and cheese. Um, sporting noodly cheese <laughs> sauce everywhere. <laughs> it was, like, kind of a, like, gross concept. It was way gross. Yeah. yeah. It was like, craft. Dinosaurs just swam in this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So this is something we hinted at earlier, but do you guys have any secret preparation methods you'll use for macaroni and cheese? I have a pretty deliberate method. Uh, <clears throat> boil the pasta, obviously, strain it, mm-hmm. and then that's you, the first step. <laughs> yeah, and that's the key. Everything else, just plop it all in. <laughs> Slice the butter into thin slices to get it to melt a little faster. Interesting. You know? And then put the pasta in right with the butter to get mm-hmm. that greased up. Add the cheese sauce, stir it as thoroughly as possible to eliminate any clumps, and then add milk to taste. Just totally eliminate the quarter quarter cup, and just uh, Don't just all the taste. Yeah, just, no just or, yeah, flying by the seat of fancy. Yeah, just kind of add it in and stir it. See, see, I like it. Some people like it soupier. Some people like it less soupy. And yeah, do you throw you know. the noodles against the wall to find out if they're al dente? Uh, so I used small, to, but then the first of all, that that, that doesn't work. <laughs> as, I just as, figured that as true Italian chefs making a craft macaroni and cheese, that, that that would be a common practice. No, no Italian chef has ever thrown a noodle against a wall to test if it's al dente. You, it's a taste, it's a mouthfeel thing. Right. Al dente is you know soft edges and a harder center, or the, I should say the center part is a little bit harder than the edges. Yeah. Mm. With dente, yeah, <laughs> to, to the dente, <laughs> to dente, to the dente. <laughs> Jack, secret preparation methods. Um, you know what? Um, have you ever been to? If you ever been to Canada, um, they call craft macaroni and cheese craft meal. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes, Wait, they really? Yeah, yeah. I believe so. Is that just when you order it at Tim Hortons, or? Yeah, they just give you the box <laughs> and invite you into their own home. Um, it, I mean, it's a sad country. Their milk comes in bags. Hey, I don't know. There's benefit to that. I think. Milk we, bags is pretty great. Can we send yeah. aid to them? Can we get them some jugs for their milk? No. The thing is, they always have a jug. Mm. They have like a plastic pitcher that the milk bag sits in. Wait, reused? Yeah. They well, the milk doesn't touch the jug. 
It's oh. like a plastic pitcher that then the milk bag sits in. You cut a thing in the corner. It makes sense. You go there. <laughs> it makes sense. They have it next to the milk bags. Hey, you know, I'm not the bags of homo it. milk, which is what they call homogenized milk. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't laugh. Anyways, craft dinner. Um, it craft dinner. Uh, <laughs> There's so many questions. Yeah, about like they are so close to us. <laughs> In like physical proximity, yep. but their culture is yep. so strange. So, mm-hmm. so in the United States, you can actually get milk in bags in the restaurant industry, bulk milk. Yeah, it's the it's the cheapest <clears throat> way. But yeah, um, you milk. usually have like a specialty wall-mounted dispenser for it, mm. which I don't think most Canadians have. They have a pitcher. Yeah. Oh, is that like the uh, the milk machine at Continental Breakfast where you stick yeah. your cup under and pull and the lever? lift the yeah. lever? Yeah. 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 Well, the rest. So the restaurant I worked at, we had different metal shells, and we would keep metal shells in the fridge. So you'd pull out a, when you change the bag of milk, you'd put on a new metal shell that was cool. Oh. Uh, okay. But I think we were a little old school in our our milk preparation. So, anyways, ketchup powder. Or ketchup in, in that's a fun variation. That's the only thing I do different Wait, occasionally. Powder. Yeah, sometimes you'll see them. They'll is that a is that a common ingredient to be found in the world? Yeah, and they sometimes have it. With, they sell it with chips, and you pour the ketchup powder over, and it makes the chips taste I've like s- ketchup. I've seen the uh, Canadian ketchup flavored potato chips. Yeah, before. yeah, yeah. That here's started a, out because people would pour ketchup powder on regular chips, and now it's a, just baked into them, I guess. Here's wow. a fun fact. Did you know you can actually order Kraft macaroni powder separate from the macaroni and cheese? <laughs> this came up on a previous yeah, this is food court. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's on the bottom. It's on the bottom shelf, right? And it comes in like a... a <laughs> like a little shaker. Like you want to add a dash of macaroni flavor. It's <laughs> like, amazing. Like, man, Kevin, this martini is exquisite. What's your secret? And you're like... <laughs> Just to pull it out of my macaroni <laughs> holster on my belt. <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, so my, th- ma- let's talk a little bit about the craft. Um, right, this it's is, it's good. Everybody's obviously enjoying it. <laughs> I think all of us are. I think all of us are just hungry. Honestly, yeah. I just got done eating hella sushi, <laughs> but I'm ready to go, man. Yeah. So uh, you know, it seems like a pretty standard mac and cheese. Doesn't seem like. Uh, you know anything super noteworthy about it? It's it's butterier and, it's buttery. and oilier I, than I remember. What I'd yeah, say so is, good. I mean, I did the full by the box instruction preparation method. Okay, so that was for all these. All these were done by the box. Usually, essentially. usually my home prep for macaroni and cheese is I add, depending on my mood. I guess I should say there's two <laughs> recipes I'll go by. <laughs> if I'm going to add sour cream, I add half the amount of butter because sour cream has more fat in it than milk. So you're still getting the richness of the fat from the sour cream. And the sour cream adds a tart flavor to it. It feels thicker. It's trust me, the sour cream instead of milk is amazing. And you add you just add a quarter cup of sour cream and half the amount of butter. But the other method I'll do is the same amount of butter, the quarter cup of milk, and a can of Campbell's tomato soup in. And you mix that in, and that's also amazing. It's kind of like the ketchup powder. It sounds very similar to the ketchup it powder. It sounds actually. a lot better than the ketchup powder. Yeah, but so that's I mean, usually... Let's just get the... I mean, the fact that ketchup powder just sounds gross yeah. by merit yeah. of its own name. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we dispense of that, but it sounds like a similar flavor. So tomato y- additive. Y- yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But the uh, <laughs> tomato soup method's amazing. It does it's, sound pretty good. It's really good. It sounds like uh, it'd be like a pizza flavor. 
Ooh, not yeah. at all cheesy <laughs> cheesy tomato plus sauce? tomato like yeah. pizza hello yeah. not at all because <laughs> throw i think some basil in there tomatoes basically pizza <laughs> tomato soup i think is a lot sharper tomato flavor than marinara mm. oh yeah marinara is sweeter sweet oh. yeah it's sweeter yeah, more prepared by folks like the papa yeah yeah <laughs> well and, and more complex because you have oregano thyme. <laughs> i was gonna say or burnt out meth addicts like jack of jack's pizza <laughs> Who just brings a trash bag full of his frozen pizzas like, hey, man, can I sell these in your gas station? (laughs) Sure, just go away. (laughs) They're just all on consignment. So one thing that I do when I make mac and cheese is that I almost always go for the the low... the low the the healthy prep option is there two what options on the box? yeah on the craft yeah. box it says like do you want to do like the the light prep Classic and i will prep. almost always make the light prep less butter right oh it's, it's less just to prepare with less, less fat yeah, yeah. And, Pre- uh, prepares directed by using two tablespoons of margarine or butter and one fourth cap so cup the thing free milk <laughs> from my research into nutrition what i've found to be rather consistent with modern like publishing uh, is that you're not saving yourself that many calories by cutting the fat. Yeah. It's the noodles that are the bulk of the calories in macaroni. Well, and, and that seems like, uh, I don't know. I, I, it seems to that, me like like, the, the, like you sh- always shift to like a different bugaboo. You're like, oh, yeah. no, now the one yeah. is like starches. Oh, but it used to be fat. And but then it's it, like if then you measure, like next if, it's going to be sugar. If you measure it calorie per gram. Yeah. I think fat does come ahead because it's it's nine calories per but that, whatever. That healthy mix definitely seems like uh, a little bit outdated per the like, you know, that whole sugar industry thing where it was just yeah. like fat yeah. super evil. And here's how you make it healthier. You use yeah, fat free yeah. milk, which still has the same amount of sugar. Use a little less butter. Right. And yeah, probably not that. And I don't really have any illusions that it's healthier when I make it that way, but I just do it anyway because I look at the two options and, and I just think I probably don't need all that extra butter really. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I, even though I know like it's not that big of a difference, but if you added this, I'm eating mac and cheese, but if you added the (laughs) same butter and it's like buying the, of the overall product, I think. Would be healthier, maybe. Right. What, yeah. Like portion control yeah. would be much better. Well, than... some something we talked about when I was making this is I'm a big fan of butter. I like the kind of richness and fullness of flavor it adds to food versus not having butter in food. So for me, I usually go with the classic preparation if I'm just making straight macaroni and cheese. Seems fair. They don't have the nutritional information for the healthier option, unfortunately. They just have the regular prep on here. Yeah. Yeah. What a shame. Would have been neat to compare them, I guess. But, uh, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's move on to uh, generic to the Kroger brand. You guys, ready for that? That makes sense. This one right yeah. here. All right. Yep. Here we go. Oh, it's clumping different. Noodles seem a little more cooked. I'm noticing a distinct lack of any kind of flavor in the Kroger. <laughs> it's got a tang. It tastes tangy. It tastes yeah. more like powder. So, yeah, it does not seem... Uh, I'm not going to lie. The uh, powder color on the Kroger was the sketchiest <laughs> out of all of them. When I, dumped the, when I dumped the powder in, I was like, this is... Uh, <laughs> or it's like pink, maybe, a little it's, bit. It's Jack said whiter. that it was all oh, okay. natural coloring. It is. It says, even on the side here, it says, friends and family... 
love our rich and creamy macaroni because it contains no artificial flavors or synthetic dyes, still full of great tasting flavor. Interesting. Yeah. So science wonder, just wasn't on their side. No, it obviously <laughs> no, it really wasn't. That's actually what I was saying was I thought that actually the Annie's looked the least natural, but that's just because it's the dullest color. Yeah. Which is, you know, probably a good thing. Um You mm. know what? But I'm looking at the Kraft macaroni and it says calcium phosphate. Oh no. Uh with paprika, turmeric, and annatto added for color. Annatto? I don't know what annatto is. A-N-N-A-T-T-O. Yeah, that's the Sounds name of the like guy some... that fell into the vat. <laughs> <laughs> old, old Jimmy Shockhands Anato. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. Does this even have it? Does it have any... Oh, there it's on the back. Ah. Oh, okay. So, just to give you an idea, the craft as prepared, 2.5 ounces, are, are the serving sizes for both of these. And the craft um, as packaged is 250 calories as prepared 350 calories this one packaged 250 so the generic and craft are the same as packaged but as prepared the original mac and cheese by kroger is 390 calories whereas the craft macaroni and cheese is 350 well, so, so the Kroger is calling for extra things added. Yeah. There's more calories from what gets added to it. Additional butter? Kroger calls for the same amount. A quarter cup butter, quarter cup milk, which is the same as the macaroni and cheese. Well, then why? Maybe it's a... I'm willing to bet it's the powder that the powder they use since it's all it's natural ingredients context of powder just maybe <laughs> maybe has a little bit more yeah i wonder i wonder maybe may, and maybe the craft macaroni and cheese actually then prepared is actually pulling from the healthy prep healthy prep that would be are they stacking the numbers oh, no. <laughs> cuz there's n i mean otherwise if they're if the normal the classic prep is calling for the same amount as this the prep of the Kroger, they should be the same in amount of calories. I think, I think it's the difference in cheese powder. No, I think... No, because that would be as packaged. I think... Because as packaged, they're both 250 calories. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, as prepared. Think... Oh, man. Have we stumbled upon something? You guys, <laughs> we no, have no. to destroy the tape. <laughs> no, no. The I... craft people are going to be after us. I think it's as simple as this. I think Kroger is not counting on... Uh, top tier Italian chef level preparation and craft <laughs> is and so when you throw the noodle against the wall There goes that those 40 calories. There you go. That's Am it. I a Simple top tier that. Italian chef? Oh, I'd, I'd say so. Usually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're <laughs> no, there goes 40 calories. <laughs> yep <laughs> um, Yeah, I think that this one definitely tastes like macaroni and cheese. Yeah I, I don't like it as much. I don't like it I'm as probably much either, but um yeah, this this definitely tastes like you're at a kit like like. It's not that I'm just biased. It really just like doesn't have as much of the full flavor as mac and yeah. cheese does. Craft well, like, mac and cheese. Craft yeah. craft mac and cheese. What was it called? Craft dinner. Yeah, craft dinner. Craft <laughs> craft dinner is like a uh, finely sharpened katana, and yeah. this is like a, a dull claymore. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just uh, it tastes like you just save forty cents at the grocery store. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just not yeah, the same. It's a fearic victory. <laughs> it's like, luckily I have these 40 cents. <laughs> or else it wouldn't have been worth it. Yeah, man. Ugh. I don't know. It tastes like kid's birthday party. 
Yeah, that's when I that's when I remember eating eating or school lunch. Yeah, yeah, they must have used the generic. There's the answer to your scenario. Right. Yeah, man. They went with generic. I think. Yeah, Garth Travis Elementary. Garth Travis. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe we uh, we improve the United States educational system by rolling out some craft. Right. I mean, of all the things that we could get behind, all of the the improvements to the. Um, 200 some odd year project of American democracy we choose all these things like finance you know campaign finance reform and all these other things Uh, why not think about what kind of macaroni we're putting into our children's bellies yeah exactly I'm thinking about this spoonful of Annie's I have in front of me you're always jumping ahead are you guys ready yeah yeah okay I think this Annie's doesn't have a very long shelf life it yeah. doesn't have all the preservatives. We need to eat <laughs> yeah. it before it's it. going to start turning brown. Start, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to spray it with some lemon juice. That's the secret. Yeah. So the Annie's definitely taste closer to what homemade macaroni and cheese mm-hmm. tastes like. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good. Yeah. But it doesn't fill the same void that craft macaroni and cheese does. Because it's like you said, when you're eating like macaroni and cheese, you you know what you're signing up for. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this it's is... not like you're like, I need a, a quick, healthy snack before I go out for a jog. Yeah. This is the, Maybe I'll this put is, on a pot of macaroni I and love, cheese. This is the Swenson, do- <laughs> the Swenson Doctrine, which is... Come on, we all know what you're like. What you're going for when you're going for product A. So why kid yourself into a healthy product A? Just get the product A. This has come up time and time again, and I love your consistency on it because you know what? It's, it's accurate. But the thing, the, so the thing about this is the thing that most pisses me off about Annie's is when you're going to mix the cheese sauce, you have to add the milk and butter in and fully dissolve the butter in the milk. You have to fully mix the two together before you can add the cheese powder. Hmm. But Kraft is like, yo, I don't, I don't care. Like, throw whatever the fuck you want. Like, <laughs> Put it order. In there. There's an order now. Nah, as long as those noodles are drained, I don't care, son. <laughs> I feel like Annie's going for the organic mac and cheese is kind of like, it's just for people who misinterpret the whole like carbohydrates are for marathon trainers. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I, I could see the, I could see the point for this if you're a. Uh, helicopter parent and you're really concerned about what your kids eat i could see buying annie's but Mm -hmm. yeah right but it it seems like a halfway measure you're kind of like i'm i'm not concerned enough about the health of of (laughs) my children to stop them from eating macaroni and cheese uh but i am concerned enough to say like listen you know Let's have the Annie's. You know, like, you know, listen, have you considered smoking white cigarettes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, you know, now that you say that, I'm a little bit more on board, actually, because it's compromise. You know, the cigarette comparison, maybe not a great representation, but yeah, you can't win every battle. So, you can't. right. Yeah. Give them a little bit of room up. That's all right. Well, and honestly, I mean, uh, what's what's life as a child without uh, delicious indulgences like Kraft Mac? Here's, oh, Here's the real right. question. I, I would yeah. not want to go back. To a life uh, where I grew up not eating this stuff. I have Easy no Mac. plan to shelter my children. Ooh, Easy from Mac, these. Jesus Christ! I was gonna say, I was <laughs> gonna say we should we should we should go back to Alex because we haven't brought this up enough, and I think this, I mean, it should have come to us quickly with the uh, with the Reese's category, but this really brings it up as the only parent at the table. 
Expert parent. Expert parent. <laughs> I mean, award winning. There's a lot of there's a, a lot of the things we've eaten have gone back to like nostalgia of being a kid, and then us eating them and being like, "This wasn't very good. I can't believe I ate this much of it as a kid." I want to know how how is this uh how has this changed your perspective on on you know nutrition and and food and you know having a kid. Um, man, I think. You know, I I want I want my kid to eat healthy, obviously, but at the same time, like me eating macaroni and cheese now as a non-healthy decision has absolutely nothing to do with me eating macaroni and cheese as a kid as a healthy decision. Like I could power an entire box of macaroni and cheese <laughs> in a heartbeat when I was younger, <laughs> and I was in great shape. You know, like nowadays, it times have changed. I've gotten a little bit older and the body doesn't respond as it used to. And so, I mean, you know, I don't want to like, I don't want a kid to think like macaroni and cheese is the only food or, you know, you want them to eat healthy, but at the same time, like letting them cut loose on some macaroni and cheese, I don't think that's, there's anything inherently wrong in that. You know, kids going to indulge in some Reese's and some sweets, you know, you can't. You can't shelter them from Again, that. as I've talked about with children, they'll eat literally anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you, all, it, all you have to do is tell them, your mom and dad don't want you to eat this. Yeah, unless and you want it. them to eat it, they will. Yeah, yeah that's perfect. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, yeah, the Annie's, I really felt like, you know, it, it did taste a little bit closer to it's, the... It, it, it It's probably the best tasting out of the three if we were... Putting on blindfolds and be like, which one of these is homemade? Right. I think what's really interesting about the the organic food phenomenon in general is that um, they put on a lot of errors to make themselves appear not to be mass-produced food or, or something like that. And that's why I think that these are like really interesting examples when you get something like the, the Annie's organic, um, uh, you know, boxed macaroni and cheese. And it's like, it's such a staple, like... Uh, you know, commercial product that's like it, it's weird to see uh, people kind of feel like a like oh it's just a a folksy family brand yeah. selling me macaroni and cheese yeah. and I'm Annie's, like, Annie's signature is on the back of this box man that's how I feel every time I buy any product by Newman's oh right. yeah well dude <laughs> that's a little different though have you bought any of the Paul Newman uh, uh, salad dressings. Yeah, they're incredible. They're the best salad dressings you can buy in the grocery store. There's one that uh-huh. he has where he's dressed as a ninja on the yeah. Front, but... Oh, <laughs> the I sesame, the one. sesame one. It's amazing. Yeah, it's, 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 sesame ginger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's got like two katanas on his back oh, wow. and like a headband. <laughs> does does Newman does Newman make macaroni and cheese? I don't think he does. Uh, no. I don't think he does. Mm. Yeah, no. Huh. Yeah. I've seen the sombrero Newmans. Yes. You know, <laughs> sombrero I mean, they really get pretty, pretty uh, cultural but, appropriation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I think I'm on the same page as you were. I usually like the organic foods, but there's some things where like, I'm not going to kid myself with an organic pizza with an organic macaroni and cheese. Like I know what I'm yeah. signing up for when I buy a frozen pizza or mac and cheese. Like, yeah, I'm going to be home. I'm going to be pretty drunk, maybe a little stoned and I'm going to be hungry. Yeah. Like the most hardened member of Meal Team Six. (laughs) There's nothing beautiful about what we do. (laughs) (laughs) Not like they make it seem in the movies. (laughs) All right, I think I think we gotta finally make some decisions. We gotta we gotta move on to the verdict. Um, All right, let's uh, let's go around in uh, reverse order. Jack, you know what? I I started by saying that I I 
well for the for the for the uh, for the school cafeteria, I, th- I said I'd go with the generic. But you know what? Pony up a little bit of extra money. Get the craft. All right, you're in the principal's office. Kinda. I'm saying, like, let's spend a little extra. Let's get the right. craft. Maybe we could it. get, yeah, maybe we could get the craft people to, like, you know, pay for an assembly at the end of the year if we buy enough of their stuff and send in the box tops. Right. Stimulate get, the children's minds. A yeah, bit. get that. Get someone in that in that cheese dinosaur costume to come out <laughs> with with a t-shirt cannon. Just have some yeah. fun. Um, but. Uh, I still have to say Annie's. Annie's has the best shapes. I think they're still going strong with the shaped ones. But we right. didn't have that today, so yeah, we had to have consistency. They have all the elbows. You know? The thing we missed from the contenders field also is the Kraft macaroni and cheese, thick and creamy. What? Yeah. Thick and creamy. Yeah. This is different than Velveeta. Oh yeah. Wow. But it is, but it isn't a powder. It is a powder. What? Wow. But it's thick and creamy. I'm pretty sure it's just extra powder. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you can buy in a shaker. <laughs> you can buy in the shaker. So yeah, so 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 uh bottom line I think I think for the school scenario craft, you know, I'm Kevin has won me over. If we know what we're doing here, let's yeah. not try and put on a window dressing with a handwritten note on the back of the box about Annie and her <laughs> husband Rob <laughs> driving in a tooled two-door Volkswagen with homemade boxes of Annie's and keeping their small local post office busy. Yes, I read the story. It's heartwarming. It's worked its way into my heart. I know it now. This is what we made for our kids. spinning up a story. Yeah, but but, uh, yeah, let's just keep it. I got the blues. That's what I'm trying to say. I got the blues. I got the blues. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Alex, what do you think? Oh, just craft all the way. I don't even care about anything, but just (laughs) (laughs) craft is... I mean, the bowls, yeah, I'm staring at them right now. Craft is empty. Absolutely has nothing to do with the fact that we dove into it first. <laughs> Generic is yeah. filled to the brim. <laughs> Barely had a sample. And Annie's is about half. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, yeah. Just, just craft is stellar. I, I wouldn't shy away from a box of Annie's or Generic, but I'm never going to go out of my way to buy Generic. Right. Kevin? I'm going to have to agree with the boys. I mean, if, if I was, like, really worried about what my kids were eating i could see probably not feeding them macaroni and cheese before i bought annie's and it's not a it's not a knock against annie's but it's like craft i'm looking at the ingredients list it's really the same thing for both yeah like neither one of them really are loaded up with chemicals or artificial flavoring so why not reach why not go for the top right well yeah i mean it's it's it hasn't changed much since the days of yore when thomas jefferson was buying his macaroni machine <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> um, this midlife crisis <laughs> got a honey sick machine. Look. Did he, do you think he bought an open top carriage as well <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this one's pulled by mustangs not draft horses <laughs> um you know i just to to bring up the rear on this whole judgment section i i really have a hard time picking one of these. I feel like they all <laughs> tasted like mac and cheese. Like, I know that all of you guys have said that you can notice the difference with the craft, but man, they really taste very similar. To me. <laughs> um, I could, uh, if, if I was in blind taste test, I don't think that I could distinguish between these guys at see. all. Sorry. I, mean, I think I, I could. agree with that. A little I bit. think I could. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, you'd. Like, I mean, I this is something so we, obviously like, we can't. Obviously, we can't do it now, but we would crap. have to do it at a future date. I think if we blind taste test, blind taste tested it, these three, I could nail all three. Yeah, mm. yeah. I could definitely hit the Kroger. It I doesn't. The, the Kroger doesn't taste like anything. Yeah, it just. Yeah. It's awful. Sadness. Yeah. <laughs> it tastes it like forty just, cents saved on a dollar yeah. meal. <laughs> yeah, it's very sad. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. it really makes me feel for the people who actually have to buy it. You know, with the Kroger. Oh yeah. Gosh. yeah. At this point, I just want to be like, look, you can make your own mac and cheese for less. Well, yeah. I can say that I like I went and bought these, and uh, this the, is probably the cheapest episode we've done. Oh yeah, by a long shot. Um, and, <laughs> should have yeah. been the Reese's, but you know. yeah, <laughs> and and I can say that the the Kroger mac and cheese had a lot sitting there on the shelf. I was um. like, you know, it's like properly faced. They were all like up at the front, you know, pure untarnished row of, of Kroger <laughs> mac and cheese well, so boxes, the... and the uh, the craft section was like a war zone. <laughs> like a bunch of children had just run by. Um, and uh, knocked them off. People fighting for boxes of yeah. craft. Um, so that definitely was my first signal that maybe the the, the Kroger wasn't uh, wasn't as good. Wasn't as good. But um, yeah, I ultimately I I don't think that the Kroger tastes that bad. No, I I, I think it's okay. Um, but I I ultimately have to just say I would probably, when greeted with the scenario, buy the craft. You know, yeah. Just because I I, I trust science. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, like I said, the Annie's really isn't bad, but it's just like don't stop at the top. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I, I mean, it's a I, lot more expensive too. I think Rat even sang a song about that. They do. Mm. Well, here you go. Yeah, yeah. The Annie's is getting colder. Is not as good. Mm. Yeah, and you notice it drops off. Yeah. <laughs> I guess well, the the upside of the Kroger is since no one eats it, it retains its heat a little longer. It does, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like a snow dump. It's got yeah. a weird, like, yeah, thermal mass thing going on. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think that should just about shut this case. I think that we're we're uh, we're ready to go. I think that you know the 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 craft mac and cheese still retains its crown. Um, everybody's got the blues. America's got the blues. Canada's got the blues. Everybody's got the blues. Um, yeah, if you want to listen to more episodes of the show, you can find us uh, on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. And uh, yeah, have a good day, guys. Thanks a lot for uh, coming by, eating some mac and cheese. Mac and cheese is the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's been great. Thanks a lot for having us. Oh, yeah. <laughs>